We have two detectives coming on uh, from the Baltimore City Police Department. They are Ralph Horton and Dre Severino. They have a podcast called The Silverback Chronicles. Is a good cop. Well, I'll start off first. You're looking at. We're the only ones doing this in this land. Thanks, Carl. Yeah. That old dance step got me a little sweaty. You know what I'm saying? Two step heavy, you heard? Know saying. Look at y'all. I can't dance. It's all good. It's all in the show. Listen, it's all it's in the You got it right there. It's all in the bop. It's all in the bop. I'm trying too hard, man. You got No, you're not. You're not no, <laughs> make yeah. it natural. All in the bop. Relax your eyebrows. Absolutely. And that's it. Dude, Pink, I'm, pinkies I'm, up. I'm so fat, I almost had an asthma attack just now. Oh, stop. So it's just, <laughs> oh, stop. God. I didn't even know I had asthma until this minute. That's sad. <laughs> it's very sad. He's so pathetic. Oh, man. This how we start off. It's going to be a good one. Word. World, what's up? It's your boys. We back. Silverback Chronicles podcast. Your boy, Big H. I got my brother, Dre. Hello, okay, hello, wow. What's good? Chilling. Triple C. Yo. What's up, baby? Maintain the chilling. Baby. All day. That's what's it. good? Nine, ten tones down. All day, every day. You heard my business. That's it. Grinding. All day. In my section. Word. And that's it. What's up with you, though? I'm chilling. Listen, I, like it. I, I'm, I appreciate you. I like it. It's a throwback. Holla. <laughs> wow, fire. See that shit? You see that shit? You know what I'm saying? see it. Can see anyone see it? how see uncomfortable it. I am? No. <laughs> Are we going we to get you a koofy. Yeah, we, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Go get you a koofy with a gorilla on it. You heard? Word. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm very uncomfortable, so I'm talking lightly. Right. Let it out. <laughs> so you got the Irish shirt on. I'm, I'm proud of you. I don't have a lot of choice. It's the only it's card so I got. It's the so only good. card I got. It's the only card you I'm got. Irish. Come I don't on, even man. Know what to say? That's it. <laughs> they mess with us hardcore back in the early 1900s. That's my only out. That's, That's what's it. up. Ain't nothing wrong with that. That's it. That's all I got. So, oh man. I'll go ahead and leave now. You guys take care. Have a good evening. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. So we back. Episode what? 74. 74. We in the building. We working, people. It's about to get real crazy in a minute. I'm telling you. But um, let's get into our sponsors first and foremost. All right. Stopbox USA. Don't forget. Stopbox USA. Discount code is all caps. Silverback podcast. All caps. Silverback podcast. Get you 20% off. We appreciate you all day, every day. And if you want to get something to eat when you come into the city, what are you going to eat, Dre? Stop by Bond House. It's nice and cute. Nice intimate. and cute. You know what I'm saying? Real, 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 real Presentation, sexy. Right. The service. Right. All top shelf. Don't get no better than that. Yeah. And uh, other than that, give a shout out to the world, my peoples. We appreciate you. Thank you for T. Thank you for keep tuning in every week, every Monday. Our faithful listeners, even the newcomers. Listen, you got 70 plus episodes to catch up to. But listen, take your time. Get you something to drink. Some bourbon, preferably. Pinky up. Pinky up. 
You know what I'm saying? Cross your legs. <laughs> get your grown man shit on. You know what I'm saying? And have some fun with us. Enjoy I, this I ride. Do that. I wanna. You, 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 you can do it. You gotta come in the ride. You can do it. You can do it. I ain't never heard of grown man shit over there. You know what I'm saying? You got it. I wanna shout out everybody that's been on this show. What? Y'all, y'all made this possible because y'all come through and y'all share and it's just amazing stories share your stories and like I said like this is different nobody's doing this you know so everybody listen get in where you fit in because I'm telling you this shit about to blow up I'm telling you <laughs> for all you know so for all you know shows that said you was coming and you ain't show up no call you disrespectful it's all good it's all good you heard you caught us at a good time Where it's 50 We, we charging quarter waters 50 cent Let them know It's about to Yeah listen We gonna show off in a minute And it's over When I say it's over It's gonna be over But um You know who you are We ain't show up And then call It's all good It's your funky ass You usually get fired for that shit Word You should be honored That the guard <laughs> came no That the guards reached out And was like Yo come on board <clears throat> Speak your truth Y'all got to remind somebody with this dude because I can't pick my nose or anything, and I, I forget that I got a camera looking right at. It's me. looking look, right at I you. Look at yours. I see your lovely face, grown and gorgeous. You already know. Just let everybody know. Who's Six talking, four two sexy. Let, let everybody know who's here. Cause hey, yo, listen, <laughs> listen. He don't need an introduction, but I've been doing this man since I came on the job. He, if it's one thing I know, and one thing that is embedded in him is his love. For the job He's had family members On the job He served Our country With him It's all about Connecting It's all about Taking care Of his people He loves first responding He loves everybody First and foremost But he's got a special love For what we do With this badge He takes care of us He makes sure Everybody Well I'll let him Talk about that But he really He loves us He loves what we do He makes sure Officers retire Squared away So when they leave They don't have to pick up Another job Big difference yeah, So you don't gotta do A little something strange You know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? For some change You ain't got to drop it I've always said They can do it if they want to But not cause they have to Absolutely That's the important thing And this gentleman I can't speak enough about him He's he's just super energetic. He's so smart, and uh, he's got a lot to talk about. But with no further ado, our special guest tonight, Brian Shea, ladies and gentlemen. I appreciate Yo. you all. Thank you very much. What's up, baby? Our peoples. I'm glad, you. I'm glad you're on. So I'm, I think that's all I'm allowed to say. Cause that's the extent of my ness <laughs> of any kind of ness. I have no ness, so that's it. But uh, no, it's an honor to be here, and uh, you guys have known me for a long time. Absolutely, and um, and it, it, it's good to be here. I know you know you guys have a heart for the job and a heart for the people, and, and you know all jokes aside, I have much respect for you guys, and uh, and and for you know all those out there who who do the job you do and wear the uniform every day, especially in the current environment that they are wearing that uniform. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's an untenable situation. You can't, you know, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. So I'm right. glad somebody said it. What with that shooting the other day? Which one? Because uh, there's a lot, a lot of with, them with Zimmerman and uh, and um, oh yeah, with the um, and Melendez with that yeah. guy with the knife, the guy with the knife, and and the he wife, did a phenomenal was, job. The, the, oh, like it was textbook. I understand. It, it was more than a textbook. Yeah, I mean, and this woman is saying, "Why'd you kill him? Why?" When he's got you by your fucking hair, I'm like, you had him. about to gut you like a fish. I was just like I, that right there, and you got people who who don't put the job on every day going to try to kill somebody, and 
And, you know, when the worst case scenario happens, you hope that at least the person you're trying to save backs you up. And they don't. How about that? It's beyond my comprehension. But, I mean, you know, I honestly, what I do pales in comparison to what you guys do and how you do it. I just, you know, it, it's for me, I always say, you know, I get to hang out with, with my heroes every day. Mm. Um, and I grew up in a family of law enforcement. My uncle was deputy chief of a, of a very prestigious federal agency. I don't really like putting an agency out there, but. My uncle was 20, other uncle was 22 years, Baltimore City, retired um, in 07, passed away in 14. Sorry my, to hear that. My aunt was Haverty Grace for 28 years. She started out in Baltimore County Academy and went to Haverty Grace. Um, my other uncle was Baltimore County for 32 years. Cousin retired at 30 years, Baltimore County as a captain. My other cousin is still a detective in Baltimore County. And um, they all, to a person, basically said, don't ever, ever do this job. So it's... Mm. I think it's the greatest thing I never did, honestly, because, you know, I don't, I don't have, you know, I, I have a permit and all that kind of stuff. So it's not a matter of me not being able to carry a gun and not be responsible with it. But if you gave me a badge and a gun, there'd be some Dexter stuff happening, you know, because I just, I can't stand to see the stuff you guys go through. You guys have to keep such a lid on it and, you know, on your emotions. And, you know, to me, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a very specific kind of person mm. that, that, that <clears throat> is able to do your job and do it long term and, and retire with any kind of sanity. Yeah. It definitely is because there's a lot of guys. I mean, we were talking about it the other day in the office, and we were saying like we would trade the tie right now from like detective like that to go to enforcement. And really, you know, really get bad guys off the street. Everybody in my office was like, I would do that right now at the drop of a hat. So you got we. This department is filled with people that are ready to go right now. But powers to be, whatever it is, and you we know. Discussing it earlier, and it's people, tough. People are leaving like crazy. Yeah, it's They're tough because like hell yeah, it's tough because it's like you know, there's so much going on, and it's like we took the oath to serve and protect, you know, civilians, and we're seeing all this crime happening to civilians, and it's like all we could do is de-escalate. It's also the crimes that happen to you guys too. I mean, you guys have contracts broken. You know things that you oh, promised in certain in your respects. And man, that's another not story. Held up on. Yeah, I mean, yeah. hopefully that that's, goes your way. But again, that's above my pay grade. Wow. <laughs> it actually is right in everybody's pay grade. Nah, the no, sad thing yeah. is, you know, it, you know, it affects your pay grade. But you know, I, again, that's part of what I do. You know, is help me prepare for that kind of stuff. Just getting ready for you know what's going to happen. And I just in the last couple of days, I've been in different districts and not just city, but also uh, county. And I've talked to. Uh, let's just say it was 15 different officers and of those i believe nine or ten had never signed up for deferred comp and if you know if everybody's listening, tell them about you know, it tell them about so it. the deferred comp is the the equivalent of a 401k for what the police and fire uh you know and the the the, um, the municipal employees and state employees have federal is a tsp but you know the deferred comp is what they have and they never signed up for it and my question to to every one of them is why didn't you sign up for it mm -hmm. Well, I wasn't making much in the academy, and then you know things got over. You know they got, you know they they just got away from me. And, and you forgot. Yeah, and then they didn't know what it was, how it works. They don't know anything about it. And to me, it's 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 endemic. You know that these people are they do this job for five, eight, ten, fifteen years, and they've never or they put very little in defer comp. Right. And defer comp, you know, with what I do, it's I give money away, tell people to go, you know, do it, you know, to, to deal with defer comp. But it's the best thing for the you know, for the, for the officer and the firefighter. It really is because the fees are so low, and and it works the same basic way. And it's just to me, I've just I've I've been preaching it like crazy. If you if you were if you were to tell and you tell them all the time. 
but this is for the world because they're, they're going to see and listen to you. What do you tell all the new coming officers that come <clears throat> on the job to do financially to set themselves up for greatness? And this, is for, it, well, this is for anybody, and again, you know, and not, you know, again, I know this is a law enforcement based <clears throat> podcast, but it's for anybody, you know. Absolutely. People, people under, under the impression that uh, there's certain people out there in the world and I can't stand it and it irritates the hell out of me, but I'll probably get yelled at by some people for saying this, but when you've got people out there who are telling people don't do certain things and they're and they're pigeonholing everybody when i hear the words make yourself a self-insured um or retire wealthy or retire well off what is wealthy what is that what is the number that indicates you're wealthy or you are rich Mm, everybody has a different number absolutely and i just had a gentleman um talked to him and his wife and i said that they should be close to a million dollars life insurance you know for, you know, for what they do mm-hmm. and this this guy says why a million dollars i said you know, well what do you make a year he said i i think he did 180 and his wife did um what you know 180 or 170 something like that i said okay so let's just round it off and say four hundred thousand a year so let's just say it's three years your income so, so why didn't you quit working mm. said what do you mean well you made 1.2 million in those three or four years, why didn't you quit working? Mm-hmm. If a million dollars was a lot of money, you should just quit working. Mm. And it stopped them cold. Right. And it's not nothing anybody ever taught me. I just thought about it. Like if you make that much money, it's great. But why aren't you insuring yourself for what at least part of what you're worth? Mm. And you know, and that's what I talked to everybody about. And you know, it, it it that's one of the most important things. But you know, is to get that first because you're young and you're. And I just talked to another guy two days ago. Met him when he was in the academy. Yeah, it ain't the right time. The right time. He's twenty-seven years old, and he was wearing a heart monitor. Now, get the fuck. He, out ha- of he has a heart arrhythmia. Now, I'm not, I'm not laughing at him. Again, it's not. Right. It, it isn't a funny thing. But to me, it's just it, he's wearing a heart monitor now because wow. his yeah, he was having some kind of palpitations, and he doesn't know what the problem is. It, it doesn't matter, young, old, either way. You know, everybody needs this kind of stuff, and you know. So when I talk to people and it doesn't again that doesn't matter law enforcement fire ems whatever you know or just you know you know the the civilian on the street make sure you're putting away to retire how and when you want to retire mm. and don't ever count your pension into your retirement right pretend your pension will not be there because the issue with pensions is they really never keep up with the cost of living right so if you retire let's say at 45 from the department you know i don't know how old you can be when you go you know, how old can, can you retire what age 55 uh, 55 okay so 55 you gotta be gone i believe it's for five years before you get your first pay bump and that's one percent then you get one percent up until 65 when you get two percent that's what they're yeah you know, that's, that's, that's what they say and in 20 years let's say that your pension is four grand a month when you leave just with the basic cost of gas, the cost of food, whatever, money is cut in half every 20 years, almost like clockwork. And again, please do your research on this. But when I first started driving, uh, what's this, 28, 27 years ago, gas was 83 cents a gallon. I remember Absolutely. that clearly. Because when I, I lived in Camden, New Jersey, shout out Camden, you know, All day. And, you know Philadelphia. All day. <laughs> but, you know, but, you know, but when I lived there, it was cheaper there than it was here. It was like 92 a gallon. It here. was always cheaper in Jersey. It always was. Yeah. Always. Which, which is the only thing you can ever God say about damn. Jersey being, being and, cheaper. It was right, right. Everything else was always expensive. And they pump it for you. And you right. How about that? You even got to get out the car. My Good. best friend. <laughs> Several years ago, came down here with me, and I, you know, I, I had a couple too many to drink, and he was driving, and he gets out of the car. I took a picture of him standing next to Gizmo. He's like, 
He had no idea what to do. He was stymied. Like he had no idea. He's like, where's the car? Goes in here. Had no idea because oh, people wow. there are like, "Sir, you better just get your pocket and put it." In. We don't do it for you here, but uh, you know. So <laughs> right. so gas prices. He got used to the that. silver spoon. You know right. what I'm saying? So every twenty years, money, the value of money is cut in half. So so basically, you need to make twice as much money in twenty years to keep the same standard of living. Mm. This house right here, a beautiful home, beautiful place. 20 years ago probably cost the we'll say $175,000, $200,000. Now you can't touch this house less than five fifty six hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, it, it's just, you know, and I'm, I'm guessing totally, sir. You know, no, no offense if it's worth seven fifty. I apologize. No, real estate, is, <laughs> real estate is not my bag. No. But, right. but, you know, it's a beautiful home. Thanks. But, you know, but it's, it, it, but every 20 years it's cut in half and you have to make twice as much money. So your pension, if you do your own math, it will never be that double figure. Right. The only way you're ever going to fix that is by using something that is going to increase your money. Mm. And again, I'm not out there giving advice. I'm just saying, you know, you have to use things that are going to increase your money over time. And, you know, and the worst things you can use out there are things like credit cards. Mm -hmm. I have a zero credit card balance, thankfully. And my wife's probably mostly to blame for that because she would literally kill me if I use a credit card. But, you know, zero credit card balance, credit scores in the 840s, um, in the 830, 842, something like that, you know, with the credit karma and all that. Mm-hmm. And again, it's through, I, I blame, and I thank my wife a lot for that because, you know, she's my sounding board. I'm going to go buy some of this. No, you're just not doing it. Well, there you go. So right, how about that? Kill so, that. So you pay everything cash all. Uh, yeah, well, when I got my car, the, uh, you know, my, my, my Dodge, I sat in the dealership. I had saved for three and a half years to buy this car. I saved. Mm. Well, it's not just a regular Dodge. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, it's not just a regular Dodge. It's it's not a fucking uh, caravan. (laughs) This shit is a stealth bomb. (laughs) The Hellcat. It it comes with two keys. Yeah, I mean, I bought it. I bought it used. It had four thousand miles on it, but I saved this money for three, three and a half years to buy it. And when I sat down there at that desk, I couldn't. I had developed some kind of issue with my hand. It kind of cramped up in this kind of fashion. I was like, "Oh, damn! What is this? Just, just, just let me get a loan real quick." (laughs) <laughs> so I got a loan and I paid it off in like three and a half weeks. I paid no lie, one hundred and thirty six dollars in interest on that loan because wow. I could not stomach the writing of a fifty two thousand dollar check. I don't give a care of my you know knows what it costs, but that that was a that, that was just a me a psychological thing. I could not write that check, but uh, had the money in the bank. Just you know, my, my wife's like you're you're just stupid. Simple as that. And I was yeah no, <laughs> I couldn't do it. But um you know so. I advise everybody if, if you're going to buy a car, buy a used car. Mm-hmm. That's what I did. Mine was four years, well, three years old at the time, had 4,000 miles on it, and I paid $35,000 less than sticker for this car. Now, let me ask so. you a question. In reference to building credit, do you think it's good to have credit cards for like your children? Well, so when they get to college, they'll have an 800 credit score? So it's not a matter. So you're you're you have to literally have licenses for that kind of stuff, you know, to discuss credit and that kind of thing. But I can speak in generalities. Having a credit card, you need to have several kinds of debt. Normally speaking, absolutely, you need to have revolving debt, which is credit card debt, loan debt, which is auto debt, good debt. Yeah, yeah. There's good debt, and then there's mortgage debt and that kind of thing. So what I always tell people is, okay, if you if you get a credit card, have maybe at the max two credit cards. That's it. Okay. Charge up five hundred. Let's again. Don't ever go above thirty percent of the credit card. But let's say you have a three thousand dollar limit. Mm-hmm. Charge up five hundred bucks in this credit card. Pay it off over a six month period. Don't use it again. Don't close it, but don't use it again. Just keep okay. it open. Every once in a while, once a year, 
buy a pack of gum on that card. Pay it off before you leave the store. Go on the app, pay it through your bank account before you walk out of the store. That's to this day, I, I don't use my credit card. Um, I had one bill coming through it and I didn't even realize it because it was automatic payment. But I stopped that and I have it come out of my bank account, out of my business account. So when you have credit cards, they are, they, when you have these companies, oh, uh, bring your card to this and transfer your balance to here and you play that game of balance transfers. Mm -hmm. Well, every time you do a balance transfer, your credit score drops because you open another credit card. And sooner or later, you run out of these credit card companies to go to where you're transferring balances to. Mm. So you're paying 0%, 0%, 0%, 0%. All of a sudden, you hit a brick wall. And you're, oh, hang on a second. Now my credit score dropped from 790 down to 650 because you get a 15, 20 point hit every time you open a new credit card. And these credit card companies, they, they use algorithms. So that's stupid. They see what's going on. It's kind of like, you know, everything that you do on your phone, everything you do on your phone is logged in some big brain somewhere, some AI machine. It's logged every keystroke, everything you watch on there, everything you view, everything. And it's, it, Everything is all compiled into big information, which is why you get those pop-ups on Facebook of, hang on a second, this credit card is right for you, or credit karma, which we, you know, probably we, we all probably have credit karma. Oh, well, you know, this credit card might work well for you because, you know, your situation. Well, how do you know it's going to work well for me? All I got is credit karma. How do you know what I do? You know, I did last week. So, but using credit card, generally speaking, is a horrible idea. Mm. It's horrible. And people, <clears throat> one of the only ways that I've seen people get out from under it is using the pay down method where you pay off the lowest credit card first and you get that win. You get that, you know what, that felt good to pay that off. Then you pay, you take that payment and roll in the next one. Then when you pay that off, you roll in the next one, you roll in the next one. So it's, it basically is a, it's something that you can actually feel yourself doing it. And it, it actually, it just shows up as a win in your, in your basically in your psyche. Uh, but not using it in the first place is a huge deal too. But, um, and then, but you use cars are the most important, one of the most important things, buying used cars, not buying new cars. Um, and then, you know, that and credit cards are just horrible because, you know, you get the negative <clears throat> equity of cars and. So I got a quick question. Let's say you have a credit limit of 10 grand, mm -hmm. but you want 20 grand on that car. How, what's the best way to so, approach that? Well, the reason, well, you'd also need to figure out what the reason is, is just to say you have a car that's got a, a $20,000 limit. Cause I got a card, my, I, own i think two credit cards in my in my name and one of them i think has a 15 limit and the other one is like american express got thirty two thousand dollar limit i don't care what they have because i don't use them but if you have a credit card that has a ten thousand dollar limit and you need to go to 20 that means that you're putting probably putting something additional on that card that you don't probably shouldn't be doing honestly but the they used to be back in the day you can call the credit card company and you could actually ask for a credit line increase mm -hmm. and what i've noticed more and more is that when you go to buy something that might stretch the limit of your credit card then the credit card company might accept it if you call them and explain what's going on then they might extend your limit but again the 30 percent thing is a really important rule of thumb if you have a credit card that has a thousand dollars out there, or a limit of a thousand dollars, you don't want to go past three hundred bucks, because if you do, those algorithms start spiking, and the credit card companies see you as a risk. That's when your credit score starts dropping. So you keep it to less than thirty percent, and then you pay it off at least for the first time. Pay it off, not minimum payments at all, because you'll never pay it off. But pay it off in a in a you know a six month period. Just pay you know seventy bucks, seventy bucks, seventy bucks, seventy bucks, seventy bucks. You know for six months, and you should hopefully at that point be you know be paid off. That's like six hundred thirty bucks, and the average interest rate on a credit card is like 22%, 23 percent for a good credit card. 
That's insane. By the way, that's compound interest. The mafia charges that kind of interest. Not that I would know that kind of thing because I've been involved in the mafia, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, you I, heard. I, that's I, what you heard. I, I, that's I, what you I, heard. I, I watched Daddy Brasco many times. Right. A friend told you that. You know, so, so right. you sum up the VIG. You know, so you sum up the VIG. <laughs> but, you know, it's credit card companies are, and one of the worst mistakes I hear from people is, well, I get these points or I get frequent flyer miles from, from all this. Let me, let me, let me explain this to you real sweet and gentle like. If those credit card companies were doing us a favor by giving us cash back and by giving us frequent flyer miles or traveling miles and all this, if it made us a profit and not them, they would stop doing it, first of all. And second of all, they'd be out of business the next month. Mm. If every one of us did what we should, and again, I, when I first started my, my, my business, I went $32,000 in credit card debt in a matter of six months. <laughs> Get my logo, all that. But that's stuff. what I'm saying. You got to do that, you know. Especially if you're starting off a business, sometimes you have to. Well, yeah, you got to take did, that. If hit. it's all on I, you, you're going to have take to. That I hit. didn't have to. I could have borrowed from my 401k. I could have done that, but I didn't think about that first. Yeah. I could have done that first. I don't got family members that got hundred grand that I could borrow, and you know, got to do either. it by yourself. God knows, I don't, man. I'm from East Baltimore, man. Yeah. To this day, my family can't afford to pay attention. Mm. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, and you think I'm lying? Honest to God. Oh no, I got him in my, my family my, too. Goddamn, broke than a joke. I mean, you know, oh. I, I, you know, and, and it's it's it sounds funny, but again, I lived on Armstead Way, East Eager Street. Mm. Uh, represent Armstead, Northeast. Yeah, you know, so I was Armstead. born and raised there, Northeast. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the worst neighborhoods. It was uh, actually a really racist neighborhood when I entire yeah, Armstead. God, that's your own little village. Yeah, it was literally a, it, different you know, world. You know, it, Why? It, it's on an island. It's weird. It really is. But shout away out to that from guy in the that has that post. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's got a lot better over here. Dios te bendiga. Right. <laughs> I don't know what that means. It says God bless you. Okay, I have culturally inappropriate. I, I I have to separate myself from anything I don't understand. So I want to walk out whenever I hear anything like that. I'm just going to step out of the room because I, I can't be associated. No, but uh, you know. So, but using the but using credit cards basically for anything except for dire emergencies, like you know, back when I was a medic in the army. Shout out first sergeant over there. You know, you know. So you know, I was a first sergeant. Correction, I was a medic in the army for years and life limb loss of sight that is the true measure of an emergency mm. that's when the ambo lights go on that's when they should go on life limb loss of sight cardiac arrest breathing problems you know somebody's eyes missing that's what credit cards should be seen as a dire emergency things not because pizza john's where you know where my fat ass can go get <laughs> two for one this week you know and i, I ain't got no cash on me like it's a credit card no it's you have to pay this stuff off the moment you charge it up mm -hmm. the moment I, the last time I used a credit card was probably a year ago in the store, and I literally, it, I just pulled the wrong card out, so I was like, oh, shoot, wait a second. Got on the app, paid it right there. That way you pay no interest at all, okay, which is very important. But again, back to what I was saying before, if you're not paying any interest, and these credit card companies are giving you 2% cash back, great, that's awesome, keep it going. But in, invariably, something happens. Mother-in-law moves in, you gotta renovate the basement, you gotta get this ready for mother-in-law, that's $9,000. Well, while she's down here, she spilled something on the thing over here and killed the air conditioner. Now, you know, you got to spend $15,000 on an AC unit. And people have no savings. And mm. again, that all boils back to what I was saying, the car thing. Spending 400 bucks a month on your cable bill. 400 bucks a month on your children's cell phones. Your children is 24 years old. Let them get their own damn cell phone. Right. Okay. Right. And, but just uh, these parents who feel like, you know, they have to pay for their kids. Again, that's a personal, that is a personal decision paying for your kids education 
I, that child, if they're of able body, my suggestion is they should go in the army mm-hmm. where they should hit the books a little harder. Absolutely, to absolutely. To get themselves you right know, to where ready for the real world. But the army was the best thing that ever happened to me. It, you know, it paid for everything I did with college and all that. So, again, there's a lot of issues out there that are basically self-imposed. Mm. The thing where you, again, I hear people say, you know, um, another word is generational wealth. I hear that. Yeah, that's it, that's a big one nowadays. Yeah. And it doesn't exist. It doesn't. It's not a matter, in my personal opinion, okay? It's I'm, good to have the mindset, but like, what are you actually doing towards getting to that goal? Yeah, and and I hear that all the time. Well, I want my family to have generational wealth. You having three rental houses in East Baltimore is not going to cause any kind of generational wealth. Let me <laughs> right, start let me start there. We'll move with that assumption and move forward from there. Right. It's a nice start, though. And again, there's no, nothing. And again, I'm not making fun of anybody or anything, but right. I want people to understand that just because you hear these key words, self-insured, generational wealth, all this, it sounds great. And it sells a lot of books for somebody. It sells a lot of books and it gets a lot of keywords on these podcasts. And mm. But it doesn't mean much mm. because you have people out there who will write books about marriage and all this. Absolutely. You know, look at some of these, oh, I hate to say preachers, but you know, some of these preachers out there, you know, <laughs> Al Gore and his wife, they're divorced now, but they were the best thing in the world for a long time. Absolutely. You know, Tipper and Al Gore, they were the best thing in the world. Yeah, divorced. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yes. Hey, there's a motherfucker that was doing, uh, he's getting paid. He was getting yeah, paid for, I mean, uh, uh, um, counseling couples. Oh, and he was? got caught out. There. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, and again, I, I get sick and tired of people being uh, being able to use their position to steer things and influence others just make them money right and, you know I, I actually actually consider writing a book i literally i want I, to call it something like you know to do with like you know like the the, the little black financial book something like that where what has got to be black will actually be <laughs> why can't it be brown yeah, why it's got to be black bro? why can't what it be I need brown to do right what now step out the room like i said <laughs> Why can't be brown? Why it's got to be black, bro? Said that. And why can't be red? Why can't be purple? Two microphones in this thing. Why can't be orange? Fuck, bro. Can't be orange. Why can't it be Lego? Why can't it be Lego? I know, but why can't all books matter though? You know what I'm saying? And I do believe they do. Why can't it be rainbow? So I done. So I done screwed everything up now. So I told you I was going to say something during this that being the only Caucasian in the room, I am not allowed to say anything. So I have no cards, none. Now we all green. I, I, I can't even play cards. We all green because we're talking that money, right? We're talking that money. But yeah. wait, so there's a song by my favorite band in the world called Green Disease. It's by a band called Pearl Jam, and it's basically you know Pearl Jam, it's huh? all about you know they are about the most liberal band in the world, and you know I'm I'm right in the middle of the road. You know I'm not liberal, I'm not conservative. You know I'm I'm common senseist. If I see something. You know, you know that, that I think is right for myself, my family. You know what I believe in. I'm, I'm gonna vote for it. You know, I'm gonna get behind it. Mm-hmm. And you know, there was a song called "Green Disease," and it's basically just about you know how how you know basically money is the root of all evil. And I really do believe that. But it also can be the salvation of people if they know how to use it and if mm. they take it seriously. And when I have those, there's a guy that you guys, you I, I know you know particularly. Um, this person, we sat down to discuss financial stuff and said, yeah, you know, I can't afford to put anything else in my deferred comp. I can't afford to do it. I said, like, okay, listen, and this was just about his deferred comp, nothing about me getting money off him. You know, about 40% of my time is spent not getting paid for anything. But this person then went out and bought an SRT uh, uh, Challenger. Okay, mm. so it, it 
they were paying 200 bucks a month for their car. Now they're paying 650 a month for their car. How about that? Because they saw somebody else in their same line of work that had a very similar car. And that's the deferred comp. It, oh my God. It almost, it, it actually would almost fund one. So, so your deferred comp right now, as it stands today, is like 700 or 750. Like seven, pay. it's pay. Yeah. Yeah. And this literally would have been paying one entire paycheck. Well, so three, 325, 325, you know, basically, you know, it, right. it would be, you know, toward deferred comp. But it's but the deferred comp and any kind of retirement plan is not sexy because you can't feel it. It's Man. not tangible. It's no, it's not, not in your hand. No. And the same thing comes with the drop with you guys. Don't even, you, I don't you even think we're going to be available. Yeah, we're not. They're we're actually not. consider bringing it back. So for the you don't know, the drop is called. That's the just to keep our function plan. Yeah, right. they're going to have to now. Yeah, so right. the, the drop account is for officers who who they're ready to retire and they go into an account and they can build their money over the years and it can get to hundred, two, three hundred thousand dollars and walk away with it. And that mm. money uh, that a lot of people see this money as almost monopoly money because they've mm-hmm. never it's never been tangible. It's never been in their hands. So right. I've heard some horror stories about it, and I've had people come to me with some, you know, this is my idea. What do you think? And I'm like, okay, well, again, discussing this whole generational wealth thing that I've been hearing as much about. You know, it's not how you do it. Right. Um, but you know, when when you have a chunk of money out there, you know that you and you have money in your bank account. Like I always said, keep between three to six months of your after tax income in the bank for your savings right away. Right. It's just you know, it's just a rule of thumb. After that, take. Make sure that your 401k, whatever is funded and that's funded to whatever there, there's calculators all over your, you know, all over your, you know, um, uh, your particular 401k providers website that'll give you ideas of where you're looking at just with, you know, average markets going, going forward. But if you look at that number and you say, okay, that's a good number for me to have. Remember if that's 40 years from now, let's say that you're 25 years old and you're looking at 65 when you pull the plug and you retire. Let's say it says a million dollars. What is that million dollars worth in that in that time's money? Mm. So again, you can't a million dollars, gentlemen, ladies, is not a million dollars. It sounds right. great, but let me ask you a question. I give you a million dollars right now. You go down here to Seven Eleven with a big ass suitcase and you buy a pack of Bubblelicious. You ain't got a million dollars no more. Okay, it's gone. Mm. You're a dollar you short. On, if you go on these shows, who wants to be a millionaire? It's utter bullshit because when you leave that place 45 percent of your money is gone yeah. to taxes mm-hmm. so you walk away with 550 and then you got 13 children and you know family and all this they're going to take you for the rest of it okay so again a million dollars in a billion dollars and when i hear people talk about the life insurance and all that again it's not a lot of money no but we're trained to think it is because that millionaire millionaire it's that, that m it's that yeah it, that's it, what it, i was going to ask you the um <clears throat> so Two questions. When should we? When should you start teaching kids? And then the next question is: When we all were younger, again, young and dumb goes together. So when we're young, we all feel invincible. So I can imagine for whether it be a police officer, firefighter, young, anybody of anything, we're thinking we're going to live forever. Especially mm-hmm. when you're in your twenties, they're not thinking savings. How can you get a person in that mindset to just sit down? If it's not, you know, if you're coming through as opposed to, you know, so let's look at police officers, for example. If Dre and H come through, it'll be different if you or I come through because they're like, we're going to listen to them. They've been around a little bit, so they might, you know, they're aggressive. It's like, sit down and let me show you this because this is why. And you're going to thank me in 20 years. So when I, 
for about a year and a half, I was able to go into uh, their their particular department. You know, from, you know, if people know where you work, I don't want to say anything. But I, I went to their department. You know, into their in service. I was invited in as just a guest speaker, and I didn't even take up any class time. I brought, I paid my own dollar, brought pizza in every single week. Shout out Pizza Johns Essex. Who? Wow. So that yeah, you always come through a pizza. That shit man. fire. It's amazing. I'm Yo, you. And I used to live in fire. Jersey, and it's amazing pizza. It really oh is. my god. Expensive as all the hell though. You know, I was paying two hundred forty bucks a week. A just, week. You know, just. Just to feed them and pizza. instructors me and Suki, I was like yo we need a box like yeah. that's probably the closest yeah. pizza to New York and I, always, and I always brought a box down always brought a box always down for and us and anywhere in the class so, so we saw the trainees carrying them up they said yo yo it's a pie. bring a box over here it's a and pie. of course trainees are like yes yes sergeant here <laughs> just throw it at them but uh yeah so <laughs> I, I I would come in I would t- and I, I had officers and honestly this means more to me than anything money that that, that can ever mean um, I had in particular one officer I just talked to a couple days ago actually he's getting ready to retire he's got upwards of 30 years in he's got more than 30 years in and he came to me after one of these classes and i taught the same class every single week it's called financial 911 i do it i do it at different academies all over the place still to this day and he came to me at the after his class and says i've been to 29 of these in services he he, because he's yeah at that point he had that many years in he says i've never had a more informative class than i I just now had from you and a couple people who are around him going yeah honestly it's truth that made me puff up Mm -hmm. because i mean Yes, I what I do for a living. It's I, I do you know I, I handle that that side of things. You know I'm, I'm real careful. Like I said, you know what you know really what, what I do. But it's it, I, I do that for I help people for a living. But it's the same thing as being a doctor or being a nurse. I was in nursing 15 years. You know I was a trauma tech at at, um, at Shock Trauma and and in uh, Sinai for oh, years. Oh shit! I didn't know that. Yeah, so you know that's where I came from. You know from the army. I got my EMT at 17. You know I got my EMT was one of the youngest to ever get it. I took the crash course. I was working at Wawa in Aberdeen. Um, and I would work from 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. every single night, go to class from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. every single day. I'm glad you're talking about it because I was going to ask you about the beginning. Yeah. So, you know, you know, that's where I came from. Uh, you know, I, I came from Baltimore City, um, moved out to Hartford County, out to Edgewood, which is no better than any part of Baltimore City. You know, edge, you know, right. so, some parts of Edgewood are as bad as any it's part of Baltimore Absolutely. And then you got parts of Edgewood that are nice, you know, yeah. over like near, near, near the cute. high school and all, you know, Sequoia and Bayberry, you know, right. they're nice areas. That's where you bought that mansion at. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, right there. Uh, <laughs> but like Joppa Town, years ago, you probably all heard of Joppa Town. Mm. Well, back in I think in '96 or '97, Joppa Town was picked out of every other uh, neighborhood in the country as the most diverse neighborhood, and they did a report on the class of 2000 for the high school. And Joppa Town has everything from multi-million-dollar homes on the water to homeless mm. and it's an incredibly diverse area and you know it's, it's still a nice area to live in but it's not where i lived <laughs> i lived in edgewood uh you know you know brookside drive which is one of the worst parts of edgewood and it's gotten worse over the years but i, I again going back even further you know if you don't mind real quick I, when i was 14 years old i worked at a little greek place on baltimore and light street first mm. i think it was the first paying job i ever had and it was called Cipriana's, and and to this day I still eat food. It's not there anymore, but it's it's moved up to um up near um, um Memorial Hospital, mm-hmm. and I would deliver food, uh, especially during the summer. I deliver food, had these big old bags, and I was always a smaller kid. So imagine that, you know, look at me now, Jesus. But looking back, you know, those smaller you kids. You could do that. You, you're you're in the right I would have to catch 13 diseases <laughs> you know to, to, to lose any more weight than I've got. <laughs> it's all good. And then, then, then there's Chick-fil-A. So you know what I'm saying? You God, can't, can't God bless Lord's Chicken. God bless Lord's Chicken. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Sweet and sour. Every, fr- every, every Friday, 
I would deliver, it was called Alex Brown, a huge investment house in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. It was very well known, been around for over 100 years, 150 years, I think, at that point. I would deliver these big bags of food up to there and never thinking that I'd have anything like that in my life. When I, and then 30 years later, you know, I, you know, I, I you know, I, I, I am, 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 I'm in a similar line of work, but that to me, looking back, I was like, wow, never could even thought of even doing anything like that. And mm. just, you know, but seeing these, and they would give me a hundred dollars every Friday as a tip. And as a 14 year old kid, that is, you are Oprah rich. You have made it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I can't tell you nothing. All you the going G- to the movies. All the G.I. Yeah. G- all the G.I. G- Joe with the Kung Fu grips and articulating. All that. Right. Arcade I mean, games. <laughs> Bruce Lee slippers. All that. Well, quarter waters. Honestly, for me, it was more just the ice cream shop at East Point Mall. That's all it really was. That's all it was. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, Golden Ring Mall. Shout out okay. to represent gold. Y'all know nothing about that Golden Ring Mall. <laughs> she said, shaking her head. Yeah, she does. So Golden Ring Mall was yeah. <laughs> right here where the Walmart and uh, Sam's Club and all is. Okay. Used to be a big old mall. And uh, there was a place called Fuddrucker. Uh, Farrelly's. Farrelly's. It was an ice cream shop called Farrelly's. They had this big pig trough. And my little fat ass get that whole pig trough at quite a young age. Yeah, well, so. I, I, I'm from New York. We don't got none of that shit. I don't know what a pig trough is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, I can tell you what Bruce Leroy there. was in The Last Dragon. Oh, what? No, I'm saying. Luke Bruce Leroy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> can I teach Please. you some moves? I'm actually going can to I see, teach you some moves? I'm actually moves? going to see Bruce Lee's grave at the end of this month. Are you? For real? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to Seattle. We're going to, um, we're heading to. He's uh, buried in Seattle? Yeah, he's buried in Seattle. I didn't know Jimi that. Hendrix and all I thought he was in San Francisco for some reason. Listen, go get well, your pair. He pit. did a lot, of the, uh, a lot of his training in San Francisco. Go get your pair of Versace shades. You know, Bruce was a bad motherfucker yeah. back in the days. Dude. You know what I'm saying? I got a pair of Oprah's The track suit in the, like in the shades? years. I mean, these things are beat all to hell. I just... Shit, go buy you a gig. Oh, what is it? A gig. A gig. I don't know what it even is. Karate gig. Karate gig. Oh, a gig. I thought you was like like a short... No, no, go put the gig on. <laughs> we got, we got I, would like, I would look like Chris Farley. We got so a patch. Ninja, right? We go, we go, we you ain't got a head. Don't reach your head like that. Honestly, we could sew a patch on it for you. And you go, you go, she. So the, the straight like back, that. The, the fat man silverback. All good. Yeah, but you know, again, from, from where I come from, you you know, you can never point to anybody and say that this person is going to be successful in this or that or this or that. There's a detective right now in the city that he was kind of an irritable guy and in, in, in patrol and all. He wasn't really well liked. He's a detective now, and everybody loves him there. And that's just he needed to find that spot where he, where you know, where, where he excelled. And just you know, I was in the medical field for years. Had a motorcycle wreck in 2015. Well, I'm sorry, correction, 2005, which ruined my ankle, mm. so I couldn't do the 12 hours on my feet anymore. And you know, I wanted to do something that I could help people and still, you know, I'd still earn a living. And you know, uh, it's been a phenomenal. Uh, career, I just absolutely love it, and you know, I get to help people like my heroes. Like I said, every single day, and uh, I don't take days off. I don't, you know, we we've talked all hours a day and night before. You've seen me all hours. In fact, at twelve o'clock midnight on Christmas, no no BS on Christmas morning at midnight, I was at South Southern District feeding the officers. Wow, you know, and I, I'm yeah. not I'm not the toot my own horn. I'm just saying I I care deeply about. Now that goes a long way, man. Yeah. And you know, and it's it's just a matter of you know you got to find somebody who actually gives as much of a damn about your money as you do. Right. Um, I, I could definitely say that because I've been to a couple of districts and I've seen you everywhere. So yeah, you get it for sure. You definitely it's, hit all nine a, districts. And it's been that. an honor. It really has. I mean, it's dope but, about you. You know, but you know, one of the big things about you know the things with 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 money goes that people don't really think about, and it's it's one of the tangential effects of of bills and that kind of thing. It causes issues with your marriage. It causes issues with your health. You know, when you right. have to work, 
you have to work that overtime, not because you want to, because you need to, because oh. you're living at that level now. It's one thing, if anybody gets anything about what I'm saying tonight, live at your base pay. Right. Do not mm. live at your overtime level. Also, real quick, if you are an officer, get your gun permit. Get your concealed carry from Maryland. That way, if you do happen to catch a number, you still have your ability to carry. Mm. Okay, it's a huge, very important thing. Yeah, a lot of people find yourself. out. Right. They find out later on, oh, man, I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, well, you have a badge to carry right now, but if you catch a number and you're on a desk because you call somebody a jerk or something or you were discourteous in some way, then you, then you don't have a gun or a badge. Yeah, like now if you go out on medical, it's true. Now if you go out on medical, they take everything. Everything, yeah. Everything. So make sure you everything. get your permits. And again, that's not, that's not even my lane. I just deal with this every single day with people. And I mean, again, watch your, watch everything about your paycheck. When this whole thing hit with this workday thing, you guys dealt with. Oh yeah. Oh, th there was one sergeant I talked to. She, uh, she ended up with twenty thousand dollars in her paycheck. Oh, that's what's up. But then, no, 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 no. That's not what's up. Because yeah, because they, they snatched took it, that ass the following no, week. They took it out of her vacation time. Oh, what? Huh? Yeah, the, the, all vacation time she had banked up. How now, much time she had on? I don't even. I don't even know. So, so you got thirty years off for twenty racks and, and goddamn. So wait, they allowed to keep the money. Is, if you don't use your, your your you know your vacation time, you know how, how many days do you guys get a year? Uh, <sighs> shit, I don't, I don't know. know. Let, well, let's just. Say I only pay attention to that at the beginning of the year. And let's say it's five hundred bucks a day. Well, right there, you know, for you know, for hundred days, you know, you know, well, for ten days, it's five thousand dollars. So for hundred days, yeah, that, that that's fifty. So that makes sense. You you, you got to think about it. You don't have to work a whole lot of time to get that much built up. But and I don't think she had a lot of time on. But it was just she got banged for a vacation time. And then there were people who had worked so much overtime. It was right around the holidays. The whole thing happened. They worked all this overtime to buy her kid. You know, you know, they're like I said earlier. You know, the old GI Joe with the kung fu grip, and you realize, wow. I got 400 bucks in my check. Yeah. And you can't get your deferred comp to get money out to, to fix it. So that's, that's never a good conversation. No. And then that, that's why I said, yeah, because it's only sure you have savings. It's only stipulations on you know, <clears throat> deferred comp or any one of them that did you can actually pull specific. money from. Hey, yo, B, let, me ask, let me ask you a question. So, can you borrow against your deferred comp? There are very different rules for different departments. Okay, so what I will say is there was a woman, there is an officer in your department, her basement wall was caving in. Her wall in her basement was caving in. And it was like an earth moved or something. I don't know exactly what caused it. You know, I, I, you know, I don't have my, my engineering degree anymore. But the <laughs> the wall was caving in and she could not, she called deferred comps going to cost $9,000 to get her basement wall fixed right and deferred comp said too bad so sad really that's so it depends house right she could not pull money out for so and again this person wasn't pulling out of they weren't putting a whole ton of money in deferred comp to begin with so um again this this gets back to the point of you need to have different pots of money you need to have different mm. pots of money and i don't care what who you work for who you work with if you're federal if you're state, if you're local, if you're a janitor, if you are a teacher, whatever, most places have some kind of retirement plan for their people. Right. Most of them do. And people who have some licenses, you know, similar to mine, they want you to put money elsewhere in with them. I'm like, pump the brakes. Figure out why they're saying that. Figure, check it. You know, figure out why why they're coming at you like that because they, I. <laughs> I have people who have a lot more licenses than I do, a lot more initials after their name than I do, you know, and I will take them all day long. I'll take their clients all day long because I care deep about what I do. And I'm, I'm not going to charge people to go sit down and talk to them, which is I won't do it. I ain't that special. 
but you know, it, you know. The, the, so the thing too, real, real quick, is about credit. I just had a guy at Northeastern District, a sergeant, uh, told me this. His he his credit score went from a five sixty to a seven forty in a matter of a month. What the with that credit repair letter I was telling you guys about. What the fuck you got Experion boost? Nope. <laughs> Please, <laughs> that's something else too. I know. What I know. What with something you have to. I'm about to call you. At no, but no, it's it just it's something that went. So when I was younger, my, my identity was stolen. And there's a guy that I work with at the hospital, Sinai Hospital. He told me, he said, listen, send this letter into all all of the companies that are reporting bail in your credit report. What what's a credit report? Well, you go under, I think it's like freeannualreport.com, whatever it is, mm-hmm. something like that, and you can pull all three bureaus. And I'm, I'm not certified in credit repair, so don't get me wrong here. I'm just telling you what I did for myself. And I sent this letter in. He basically gave me a template. I sent it in, and within a month, my credit score went from a 460 to a 720 mm. in a month. Because they got 30 days to remove that shit off your credit Remember, report. you and I talked about it. Yeah. So you know, they have 30 days. If they don't get it off your report by that point, they have to take it off your credit report. Have to. Do you believe in credit repair companies? I don't have any I don't have any real or experience with them. What I will say is okay, then, yeah. most of the time you can do things yourself. You can do it yourself and not have to and again, there are I'm sure there are some cases when they're when they're good. Again, I don't I'm not going to, you know, cast aspersions at the companies. Right. But I, what I will say is uh, it cost me $4.50 a piece to send out certified with return receipt requested letters to each one of these companies. And it wasn't me doing it, you know, because it, my roommate stole my identity. He, I was, this is back when, we, this is how long ago this was. We had a gateway computer. Wow. Old school shit. That's how long ago this was. We had a I gateway. I called my mom to buy me one. Oh, Shout out to my mother. We had a gateway computer. I, my, my, I was my, on that joint AOL all that. My mom. And this is, so we had, we had a gateway computer. We had everything that Circuit City and Rosedale would buy. Uh-huh. We had, this is, be, this is before, they, this before they, they even had DVD players. She's laughing over her. I think she remembers Circuit all the stuff City. like Gold Ring and Circuit City and all. But I have, you know, we had everything. We had we had leather furniture. We had, of course, the bachelor oh, shit. iron raw, I was living. Iron raw wow. furniture with a glass tabletop, like all bachelors oh, they have in their first apartments. Had the boot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. By the way, by the way, I, 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 I hope I did add the P in front of that leather. It was pleather. It was oh, not leather. Shit. It's all good. Nobody knew that. It's leather, baby. Still was the life of the party. Then when you fall asleep on it, you lose 13 pounds of sweat. Sweat. Wake up there. You yeah. pull your face off Sleep and wonder with a, with a hoodie why, on. Was, why it was sticky in that one spot. Exactly. <laughs> one spot was like something ungodly happened in that one area. But but uh, but uh yeah, so I mean, I, I, and, and that was Oak Grove. Yeah, Woke up dehydrated right like a motherfucker. Right yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. God dang. Where the Gatorade. And the, and the tap water had hepatitis in it. It was nice. Everybody it was, drunk it. It was like Gatorade had, you know, the whole Gatorade got electrolytes. Well, the tap right. water had, had hepatitis. It was Absolutely. Cold. So. You ready but, to go. Wow. Yeah, so. That you was know, a shower at the academy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It was helpful, right? You know, it was helpful. Right. You, know, you know, get your immune system up there. Where, where Absolutely. It be. But, but uh, you know, I, again, growing up and never having any financial education, none. Now I learned financial literacy when I was like twenty seven, twenty eight. Yeah. By that, yeah, yeah. And you probably made your mistakes by that point too. God knows A I lot did. Of Absolutely. God knows I did. Edward That's Arthur so Jewelers. I don't remember that. Mm-hmm. Remember that Edward, Edward Arthur Jewelers. Yeah. That was back in the day too, Golden Ring Mall. I walked in there because there was a lady who I knew, and 
doesn't matter. I mean, I can go too far into this down that rabbit hole, but and we won't. lady who I had a little crush on, and her okay. husband didn't know it. Uh, but, but, but yeah, oh, so I went to Edward oh. at the age of sixteen. Now you get scandalous. Right. I went to Edward Arthur Jeweler at the age of sixteen. I bought a seven hundred dollar little heart necklace on some credit, and I didn't have a goddamn job. All right, I couldn't even spell job. All right, mm. I, I was still in school, and I went there, gave her this necklace. And it it was fortuitous, you know. It was a good thing I did that because you know. Oh, you, you just giving it to her? Yeah, I just gave it to her. Wait, wait, wait. You gave it to the lady or to like your girlfriend? No, but, well, I thought she was my girlfriend, but she was married. I didn't know at the time that I wasn't doing something to somebody. That's exactly right, sir. And so, but uh, it, was, it was the whole thing back in the day. And as you walked you know, up to her, you hit the music. I've been meaning to tell you. Actually, for me, it was like brown chicken, brown cow, brown chicken, brown cow. Subside. <laughs> I look at you and I fantasize. Be mine tonight. Now I got you in my sights with these hungry eyes. Yeah, you now, go. By the way, right. Hundred bucks right now if you knew who sang that song. Patrick Swayze. Nope. I Wrong. I know. Eric Carmen. Wow, Patrick Swayze saying, "She's like the wind." Oh, fire! A tree. Yes, that's right. Amazing. Triple C. Check it out. Check it out. Come on now, Eric Carmen. All day. What's up, brother? Damn, classic. That was that was uh, dope. It gave you a little. But hang on, you see on Facebook when when I did Purple Rain the other night? No, you didn't. I didn't see it, bro. Touch my heart. I literally did Purple Rain the other night down in Kansas. Like you sang it? Oh yeah, dude. Like you sang the fattest, whitest thing you will ever see. You sing? Absolutely. We get you there, bro. You hear my dulcet tones just now? Right. It's so luxurious. Absolutely. Right. Come on now. And I do feel comfortable right now. It's so beautiful. So beautiful. You right. It's right there. Yeah. It's me on the stage. Hang on, hang That's on, you. For the people. Hey yo, so you. Okay. Oh, That's shit. you. What's hey yo? Uh, on the closeout. <laughs> on the closeout. I'm gonna say you sing a sign on the closeout. Only one one time to see you laughing. Oh shit. Okay. What? <laughs> make make myself make, make myself cry up in here. Hey, yo. Only want to see you laughing in the purple rain. Oh, purple rain, purple rain. Oh, yeah, you got them eyes for me over here. Look at these eyes. Okay, it's so it's so chocolate Brian, delicious. Look at that. I'm like this, Brian. Would you have a baby? It's so caramel. Oh my goodness, your eyes like melted caramel for a second. That's what I'm saying. I'm a baby. <laughs> That's my baby. Wow. Yeah, so, wow. Yeah, it's funny because a friend of mine I've known for like. If I had panties, I would have thrown them at you. <laughs> you still can. <laughs> Did you say True. pennies or pennies or panties? Pennies. I'm not quite sure. Okay. Both. Both. <laughs> Both. I'll take either. I'll take either, Look honestly. Take the draws at him. Take these draws, goddammit. <laughs> take them. Take them. Take them. I was wondering why he was back here behind. He's behind, he behind the keyboard. He's struggling. I'm like, man, leave your whole, leave, leave your jogging suit on, man. What? Yeah. So it's funny because like I, I, I do, I did Purple Rain one time. When this I is wild. I, I went on one cruise in my life. It was the most embarrassing thing in my life because I'm allergic to horses. All right, that's the only thing where I'm allergic to. Is Are you? So no precursors for you. No, okay, and, and none, none of them things from like you know down in places where they take videos. But this, <laughs> I, I took, what I sat on this couch. I sat on this couch on on, on his ship, 
I swear to God. And somebody <laughs> had taken a horse riding excursion before I sat down on his couch. And I got up and my neck was extra fat. I didn't Damn. realize it. I already had my neck of fat, but this became like a neck warmer of fat. And I get up there and it looked like I'm wearing like some football blocking pads on my neck. And it was like, he's got a glandular problem. I was like, oh my God. I, I didn't notice how bad it was, but my head's all swole in the back, looking like a like a pack of hot dogs and whatnot. And, well, it actually was before, but anyway. So I, so I did Purple Rain and I won this talent show. But and then they loved Rain, you. And I did it all acapella. So, you know, and then I went down and tried to do a split and tore my pants all up. Oh! I didn't even get down that far, honestly. I just, Damn. I just kind of I spread my legs like this and it just tore the pants. It wasn't really split. Oh, <laughs> it's me you're looking for. <laughs> What's your favorite song to sing like during karaoke? Wow. Probably Purple Rain, just because that's the first. That's not the one you go. People to? don't expect it, really. But uh, you know, there's a bunch of them. I can do like you know different uh, different songs. But like, I'm a huge Pearl Jam fan. I've seen them 27 times. It's uh, a lot. Soundgarden. I don't know if you know. That's you know, rest in peace, Chris Cornell. Yeah, you know, of course. The, the lead singer yeah. Soundgarden, and I've, I've I've seen him a bunch of times and. Uh, but you know, I, I I can't even play air guitar or air drums, so it's really embarrassing. You know, when you know, I all, you know, all, all I got is a sultry voice. You know, I don't have much else. Do you hit it with the with the honey and all that? Yeah. Oh no, absolutely not. I I, I smoke cigars and heroin, but no. Uh, but no. <laughs> I've actually never tried drug in my entire life. So kids, stay off of drugs. But no, I've never tried a drug in my entire life, weed or anything else. But so I just talk a lot of shit about that. But. I'm from Armstead again. Never tried a drug. Moved to Hartford County. Never tried a drug. And not that I ain't had my chance because my family a bunch of functional. You've been you've been way. singing since you was little. Or you just figured that out like recently. No, no, no. Yeah, where did it come kids. from? It just, yeah, like how that showed up. Was it was, was it like uh, was it Purple Rain? Like the movie? No, God, I think I've seen the movie one time. Honestly, when I was a kid. Are you serious? But uh, just the song kind of got to me. And Prince, honestly, was one. Of Amazing. So nah, it, Prince was different. Amazing. If there was, was there's actually a there's actually a song. If you ever watch it, it's actually on uh, YouTube. It's it's a uh, a tribute to uh, George Harrison from the Beatles. And if you watch it, you will you won't even believe it. But Prince is it's a Tom Petty. They were the, the, Tom the, Petty's dope. There was a band called the Traveling Wilburys. It was George Harrison, Tom Petty, Ringo Starr, you know, mm-hmm. and a bunch of people uh, in this band. And mm. when George Harrison died, they did a version of his song "While My Guitar While My Guitar Gently Weeps." Mm. And you don't even know Prince is there. I think he requested not to be on camera. Mm. But at the end, what toward like the three quarter point of the song, all of a sudden Prince steps up and the spotlight drowns everybody else out and just hits him absolutely melts this stage and you have never i have probably seen it a thousand times i literally could watch this 10 times a day and not get tired of it i need to find this just it's it, it's called while my guitar and gently weeps and you'll see it it's amazing at the end he throws the guitar up in the air it's magical just, like magically deliciously disappears no everybody falls right. out the whole place it's is, pandemonium it, it kind of reminded me of you know the whole Jimi hendrix thing well it's kind and of, he probably had a fucking wrestling singling on and some cowboy boots he had the most beautiful red suit and the same. red hat and, right. and, and like a man suit and, or like a I don't really know what Prince wore quite honestly because <laughs> his suits were different I don't think yeah. he always shopped in the men's section let's no. just say that it was in the um, and yeah. yo it didn't matter he he, he wore it he, he, he killed wore it. I think it's Tra- Prince Charlie Murphy said that back in the day he's like you know but you Prince know, could do it because Prince sort of like 5152 he could fit everything he, he said he came out looking like something out of Zora he said he said <laughs> and he said to Prince he's like you know it should be the shirts versus the blouses right no 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 the no the skins versus the blouses and he said Prince got all made. He said, "I don't know why you mad. You know you got that shirt. A damn sure wasn't the men's section, but you know, but you know. So, but he was him. Freddie Mercury are just 
two of the movies. Oh, uh, iconic, man. Freddie Mercury had a Freddie Mercury, verse. did you see the movie? Oh my God! Yes, amazing. Yeah, I've got it on my phone. Amazing. I've got Phenomenal. It, you know, he. But again, th- those are people I look at as just in th- them. Steve Jobs, um, Elon Musk of today. Yes. Yes. I, I, Brilliant. I. They are people who have literally put a dent in the universe. The the you know the Albert Einstein, the Amazon the, guy too. The, Listen, you know, Jeff, Jeff Bezos. 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 Yeah. You know, Bezos. Yeah. You know, Bill Gates. Yeah. You know, Bill you Gates. Know, even though a lot's coming about Bill Gates, I don't know if you all follow any. A of that, lot. Yeah, he's done so much. Affairly affairs of all types with people who he worked with at Microsoft. It was all over the news. I mean, you know, I'm like, come on, get, I come mean, on. Let's not, not, I, I am not tossing aspersions, man. I'm just, just saying. You, you know, you're gonna put the dick to a lot of things now. There's a lot of things you gotta worry about. Come on, come on. They all letting create all that. I saw like an Instagram post like Jeff Bozos and Bezos. Who the hell is Jeff? Who's Jeff Bozos? I never said that. That that the clown's brother? No, I never said that. You heard what he said. Jeff still he still. <laughs> Jeff and Bill. No, Jeff is is, 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 is he one? I think he's the richest. It's him and uh, Bill it's Gates, between right? Between him and Bill Gates, they I go don't back. Know. Well, she I, took well, half. Gates, Bill Gates she took half. Anymore well, Bill about to be cut in half too. Yeah, and it's gonna be worse for him. Hey, yo, you know who's gonna make all that but he's money? He's still gonna be rich. You know who's gonna make all that money? But Bro. it doesn't matter. No, it don't matter. If, the, if you think about, I'm sorry, go ahead. the Instagram girls. Do you know who made that money? Yeah. Is the, the attorneys for all these people? Absolutely filthy. But when you Eddie Nothing Murphy said it years ago, and he said it best about Johnny Carson's divorce back in the '80s. I think it was on Raw. Eddie Murphy said, "If you got ten dollars, and the judge said you could get his body five bucks, you're gonna be pissed." Yeah. If somebody tells you got hundred million, so I said you got half Eddie. Half. I want half. <laughs> I'm like, wait, you beep. What a way you know. You know how he said. That's the way it works. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm an independent woman. You know, I mean, but she is. She was riding with him. Sandwiches. There's married yeah. over 27 years. Yeah, yeah but she again, was there from the jump. Yeah, she deserved that. She deserved. Oh yeah, she should get paid. They ain't gonna yeah. be broke. Nah, they're married like 27 Ooh. years. Half a hundred thirty billion. Stop. Okay. He, 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 he was about five hundred million. But but he was also apparently a uh, regular visitor to Epstein Island and that kind of thing too. That is what? going out now. Well, come on now. I'm sure a lot of people were regulars. Yeah, absolutely. That we ain't. I wasn't. There's a lot of there's a lot of shit about paper. dudes in the industry that you know they do what they do. I mean, yo, you get people, to the top. I mean, some yeah, people so have a certain you know, way, but you know, I guess as far as like you know, the, just the, the the financial stuff, just stay away from credit cards. It is absolutely detrimental to your health financially and otherwise. Start putting into your retirement accounts. Make sure that you have enough life insurance. I don't care where you get it from, but just make sure you have enough to take care of you of, of your family in the event that something happens to you. Well, it's okay to have credit cards. Just know how to utilize them and to your benefit to. and yeah. when not to. Yeah, and you know, credit cards again. You know, and one of the big things. I'm not a tax preparer. I don't have anything to do with taxes. But what I will say is this: when you have people telling you, watch these commercials, get your billions back, and all these different commercials, you know, that tell you that they'll get you better, a ten percent better return than what dude over here got you last year right think about that for a second why is it a good thing for you to give your money to the government for a whole year yeah interest free and then they smack you across the face at the beginning of next year and say here you, you can have this you know we'll, we'll you know we'll get more from you again tax returns are ubiquitous they're everywhere everybody loves tax but well, most people love tax returns because you know it seems like you're getting free money from the government right that should come up 
It's absolutely it is. You're that's that's all mental, man. All, it absolutely is, and again, it's the education piece right. that we're never taught right. growing up. And right. when people start to come up and start to say stuff like this, they they get silenced because you know I'm you know credit card companies don't fund me. You know the, right. the you know the like the H and whatever companies out there that do taxes don't fund me. You know so you know I don't you know I don't get paid for. And there are people out there that do. People out there who give financial class and all kinds of stuff who get paid a lot of money by different companies yeah. to push certain things and push certain products and i'm just i i can't in good conscience do it i really can't get you a llc get you an escort that's why i do cash app flips you're so funny <laughs> <laughs> you know i had a motherfucker on instagram hit me up literally afraid to ask what that is <laughs> hey, yo no they send you back a thousand why say, yo you send me two hundred dollars i'll give you back five racks what yeah. is the one that was going around a couple years ago no this thing that a bunch of the guys were doing like pyramids yeah but like you put your money all together in this thing well what was it called i forgot what it was called but i don't know what you're talking it was about a co- not even a couple years ago they no, it's like now a they do it every ago. year yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's a um yeah you're um, it's like right. i forgot but it's like you pay and then it's like you part every of week membership. every week somebody you'll get your level, payout you're inside yeah, a right. level and then you go back outside the level then you're inside because you got to get more people yeah you yeah. gotta bring and more people is, to bring what the that fuck is it money. called again i it forgot is the it's not a pyramid it's something different of a ponzi scheme yeah. right like the absolute off. meaning of it yeah. somebody gets paid yeah. you're, you're getting paid with somebody else's money that's not really making any kind of return but everybody that you put on they still got to make their payments everybody's got to make a payment every week in order for this in order for it to go around to get and it's just, right it's like a community bank exactly yeah. like, and i'm like i want i want to be a part of this yeah. I, I, I want some but you can't I trust 100 to get back ten thousand. i mean right. doesn't? i think it's called a uh, uh you can't trust it though <sighs> i forgot what's the name of it but a yeah. susu that's what it was. That's what it is. That's what it was. I think he was yeah. involved in a Where'd susu. He just thought about it just now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, I because he got susu. How, how you think we got our t-shirts? <laughs> exactly. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> that was JoJo. A whole different thing. Susu's a sister, but JoJo. Was <laughs> right, right. Back, back no, in the that's, truck that thing. stuff is crazy. Yeah, that shit's crazy. Yeah, and it was a guy from one of your districts who just was, I swear, was going at this full force and saying, I'm telling you, man, it's the greatest thing in the world. It's the greatest thing in the world. Because I got $6,000 back last month. I was like, you, you do realize that you can go to jail for tax evasion. And even if you, you get that, that, you get that money and you didn't report it, and that's a bunch of people. And I'm telling you right but now, still, they're going to put your name in there too. So but he get his down. cut and he still got to make his payments every week. Yeah. yeah. It how don't about, stop. How about on Instagram? The Dominican dude we used to watch, he got the pink beard and all that. Yeah. Remember he does like the spin the wheel, you put a hundred and then they pay out. Yeah. You know, that's it's weird shit, man. That's too much. There's so Instagram many guys who go, well, not Instagram, I don't, I don't think I even have it. And yo, people but, do it though. People yeah, do it like a lot. And I'm like, again, that's people who are hearing the newest, latest, greatest fad and trying to cash in on it. Yeah. And it's the same thing with a lot of things in the, you know, in the stock market now. You know, there's a bunch of different things you hear out there. No, the fucking PPE loans. You guys, oh exactly. my god, are you kidding me? A lot of people going to jail for that. Oh that my, do you stuff? see that shit? I'm like, Yo, dude. Uncle Sam coming for you. I'm like, oh, Uncle Sam and his whole family it's, coming it, for you, and uh, Uncle Sam and IRS, right? You know, Everybody and, named and, mother coming, you know, and 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 you know, and and like cousin Leavenworth all coming for you all at the same time, you know. But I'm telling cousin you, like, but you know, I, I mean, uh, to me, it's never been important enough for me to ever ever rip anybody off to make an end. You know, it. it, it I have done. I've gone the opposite direction. You know, I've, I've told people many times, you know what? 
don't move this. Leave this where it something. is. You know, you know, it's good where it is. And, and sir, you you said you get a question earlier from me. You told me you wouldn't remember it. I don't remember what it was. I'm trying to no, remember it, one. It, it was basically about um, how do you um, how do you help to educate your kids? How do you get them? You know, because schools don't teach it, and yeah. why don't they teach it? And then. You know, again, back back to the other question: How do you get your kids prepared for it? So again, this is all my supposition. This is not substantiated by anything uh, that I've ever actually read. Of, I've never dug, dug deep into it. But mm-hmm. if you think about it, these schools—they're fairly liberal places now. Again, you know, the kids are going to learn whatever the current climate is teaching them. You know, and I'm sure that there's kids right now are being taught how bad law enforcement is, and and they're probably also you know handling like you know different, you know, like you know they're different being told different things from different teachers about you know you know different racial you know uh, you know things but the the schools are not in my opinion aren't don't ever teach it because first of all it's not the, it's not it doesn't really draw flies you know what i mean it, it, it it's not the whole you know uh sugary thing where you where it really gets a huge amount of attention mm-hmm. um you know it doesn't really there's no teacher really who i don't even think is really even any kind of certified has any kind of certification to teach that kind of stuff even though most teachers have bank accounts and that kind of things and they have credit cards but i know we had a teacher who taught us how to how to balance a checkbook when i was in ninth or 10th grade something like that but never were credit cards mentioned never were things like taxes mentioned it, it just wasn't covered nothing ever was and I'm, I'm looking at this from the perspective of what and you're right why isn't it taught and i can't think of a good reason why it is other than the fact that deep down the line somewhere there's companies that a kid might it might affect that child's thinking later on they might not want to get a credit card or might not want to use a credit card in, in mm. a certain way and that down the road if you look at things like okay let's look at at, at other marketing things like cigarettes Back in the day, I was, again, I was born and raised in Armstead Gardens, and I remember very, very clearly there was a cool billboard for mm-hmm. years outside of my neighborhood. And the K and the O and the O, the O's were billiard balls. And one was a white billiard ball, the cue ball, one was, I think, the nine ball or the eight ball, one or the other. And there was an African-American gentleman with a cigarette hanging out his mouth, shooting that shot. At the and you think it's a cool thing because it's got pool and all this, mm-hmm. and you had Joe Camel for Camel cigarettes, mm-hmm. and who was tougher than Marlboro Man? Right, you know what right. I mean. That dude looked like he was a chisel from granite. All right, right. Mm-hmm. tell me that wasn't marketed to kids. Sorry, yeah. okay. You know when you have drinks like Four Loco, which taste very delicious and nutritious. Okay, you know <laughs> you, got, you know they they got calcium and vitamins and shit up in them. I mean, vitamin B, or, bro. B twelve, or, 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 or your vitamin, you know, KTFO, you know, knock the hell out. You know, the, these the, this stuff is marketed because it's it keeps kids and people as adults hooked on it. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to get kids off of credit. You don't want to ha- you don't want to have them thinking that credit's not good. So what do you do? You build apps that show them that you can just order here on Amazon. You can order here and order that. You can go on this, you know, the kids, like I have a three or four year old nephew, a great nephew, and he'd look on his phone, hey Grammy, here, order me this thing online. And they don't understand that that is, you're not just, it's not just fake money. You're it's buying just this app. And, it's, and your money's exactly, you know, I don't even know what that is, but yeah. I've heard of it. It's crazy. Yeah. For somebody like me, but my, my stepfather was super abusive to me growing up. So when I played video games and I beat him, he'd beat me. And when I lost on purpose, 
He'd beat me. Ain't hey, funny, goddamn you. Why are you laughing at shit? <laughs> Poor Man, Mar out here. Right. He'd laughing like that. <laughs> but you was playing Madden. That's some funny shit. But you was playing Madden and shit. What's so, up, man? This is pre Madden, man. I'm older than you, man. <laughs> Karate Kid joint. All right. Yeah. Back probably regular, was, regular Nintendo. They said Contra. But shit. Okay. The fuck but so the fun. This so is pre Contra. This is this is ET on original Atari. All oh, right. That game, that, game yeah. make, that game make no damn sense. Contra right. is fire. So but, imagine, so, so imagine that game. For years. Like, to this shit. day, I don't play video games. I can't stand video games. To this day, but you know, Damn, but so I'm it, sorry. I'm sorry to hear that, bro. Thank you. Now I'm you can sorry. say I'm sorry after you laughed at me. That shit ain't funny. That shit ain't funny. Yo, shout out to him. Shout out to the kid that got beat. Shout out to him. Nah, shout out to him. Told you how to be a winner. You heard? <laughs> yeah, he did, right? He's right. up your game. No, he'd probably bro. be a quitter is what he told me to be. <laughs> so loser. I play video games. To this day, I, I can't stand them, you know? Nah, video My games is a waste of time they anyway. Play, they play like, uh, what do you call them? Like Madden and all that and growing mm -hmm. up. And, and you got people like, uh, you know, you know Chantel, her husband, Nick. You know, my man is always all about the Madden. He's got like, you know, he puts it out there. Hey, you know, you know can't nobody beat me in Madden. I'm like, I, I wouldn't, I'd be embarrassed to hold the damn joysticks. I wouldn't know what to do with it. I ain't played that shit since college. They got 37 uh, points. Hey, on the back busy. when I played video games, they had up, down, left, right, select, start, B yeah. and A. Mm -hmm. Contra, hey, Contra, I'm too, I'm too busy Contra for code, video games. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B, yeah, select, too start. busy counting money, huh? You know what I'm saying? So and imagine having those Metroid. video games right now. And then you got to get service packs. So you'll get the game for free. But Dude. then in order to like to, to get the gun in Contra, you got to pay $20 to get the you gun. And, you gotta, and that, that's how you they keep well people coming back. You may as well buy a real gun. You may as well save your money and go buy that's a real gun. That's how they make money. Yeah. That's a lot. But again, that's, they that, that's all back to what I was saying. You know, this is all we're teaching the kids to stay in the house. Don't go out and socialize. Don't go out and sit next to this man here who is a good person. But because he's a different color to me, I shouldn't automatically. I should automatically not, not like him. You know mm. what I mean? And it, but look it, at my it, smile. I said them chocolatey eyes and caramelly eyes are so oh, like they're like, dripping, they're like drippingly beautiful over here. Wow. I'm just wow. You know, hey. Hello. Wow. Is it me you're looking for? Oh, and I mean that sincerely. You know. <laughs> but uh yeah. Wow. yeah. So to me, I, I I have a whole different way of doing things. Like I don't drink, I do cigars, you know, every once in a while, but you know, I, I'm boring, you know, I don't use credit cards. You know, I don't go out to clubs. You know, I went to, um, like I said, Cancun Cantina for the first time in literally in 20 some odd years the other night. And it was the first time that I walked out and I saw people without masks. And I thought I was in an alien world. I was like, where am I right now, man? This is, this is, I can smell things. Like, you know, people are actually, oh, she wearing perfume. He'll do it, man. That's some, man. Is that your car? What is that? Man, I smell good. <laughs> you know, yeah, everything smells nice when you ain't smelled none in a year and a half. People crazy. But, um, you know, but I, again, back to, you know, you know, the whole Corona thing. I had I had a client, a good friend of mine, lost his mom, dad, and sister in one week. Damn. One week. And Jesus they had funeral Christ. in the round. So I know that this stuff affected a lot of people in a very bad way. A lot of people. And actually, one of the guys you had on your podcast, you know, he had a real, real, real bad time with it. But it. it this our economy is in a bad way right now, and we haven't even begun to realize it. We've not even begun to realize it, and it's going to be a real, in my personal opinion, this is not reflected by anything of the market, but this is going to be a real hard hit when it finally comes down. Yeah. People are going to be hurting. I mean. And GoFundMe is not a savings for a funeral. GoFundMe is actually. It's a scam. There, one of my, you know what? It's funny you mention that because one of my uh, clients lost his daughter 
Um, really good friend of mine. I've known his family for years. Lost his daughter in a car accident in 2012. And he, I was actually down in Ocean City with my best friend. At the same time, he had the credit card incident where he didn't know how to use a credit card at the gas pump. But we were down there actually paying respects to another friend of mine who had been hit by a car down there. Um, and and my client called me, a friend of mine called me and says, please tell me that I had life insurance on my kids. I said, no. Why? You didn't want to do it. Why? And I'm thinking automatically, what the hell is going on? His daughter passed away in a car accident. Oh. And so that, that, if that's not bad enough, these GoFundMe started popping up, people who knew her and all this. And one guy raised about $12,000 from a GoFundMe, which would have covered everything. Which, by the way, the funeral home charged them $2,500 to rent a casket for four hours. Mm. To rent? Because rent? She was, because she was cremated. So ah. It, anyway, so this person then took mm. that money and bolted. They've never heard from him again. And there's nothing they could do about it. You can file whatever charge you want to file, but the money was already out of the account. It's already gone. So, so things like GoFundMe again, they they've helped. Actually, one of your guys, I think I mentioned this to you. He was injured very seriously in the academy. Yes, uh, uh, Cody. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And his brother's actually an officer now. Uh, again, shout out to him and his family. Because how's he doing? He's not doing well. Damn. He's not doing well, and he he was injured very very badly in the academy um, during a fighting scenario, and it almost killed him. And he's had multiple surgeries, and he's paralysis just, too, man. He close, but a lot is going. I, I don't really know. I'm like, you know, I think we know stuff. Yeah. I, don't, I don't want to put too much of his business out there. But his brother's actually an officer in Northeastern District. Uh, Zach, his name is. Get out of here. Yeah, ruling Cody ruling Zach. Ruling. <clears throat> yeah, he just so. his brother just came out. His brother was in the class behind him. Yeah, get so, the fuck out. Yeah, of here. He, he was so he was at the academy, not there when it happened, but he was in the academy when it happened, and um, you know he was really seriously injured, and it he was a, so this this dude is not some kind of you know wimp. He no, he's actually, awesome. He he was a marine. Yeah, this dude was a marine. He is so he was you know he he's a fighter. You know it's not you know no no offense to anybody else, but you know I know that I didn't go to Marine Corps boot camp. I went to the Army. Right. I, I ain't ready to be a Marine yet, according to we all think you know what that means. A R M Y ain't ready for be Marines yet. But in Marine Corps is a whole different life. <laughs> it's a different whole, ball whole, game. Whole different world. So if you can make it through the Marine Corps boot camp and come out smiling, you can make it through any academy anywhere and you won't just laugh at it going through it. Mm. So it wasn't the fact that he wasn't prepared for it. He was in good shape. But you know, just what happened to him happened. And again, it took people getting behind that and getting a GoFundMe together, which his sister started. So it's it, it, it was all legit. But we were real careful watching people, you know, making sure that this stuff didn't pop up. And but no, GoFundMe's are not for for just should not be for funerals. I mean, no. no matter how sick somebody is, they can normally get some kind of insurance out there. It's just going to cost more money, and it might not kick in for a couple of years. But if you're still drawing breath, you can normally get insurance you know unless you are somewhere where you can't sign something like behind right. some bars of some type but um you know there's a lot of options out there aside from from gofundme but the problem is planning planning ahead and it's not sexy again same reason it's not sexy to put into a 401k or 457 it's not sexy to do that because you're not seeing the benefit right then right. but planning ahead <clears throat> your family will think it's quite sexy when they have money out there it's funny, I've, all the years I've been doing this, and I've delivered checks to people for different things, and never had a single person give any money back saying, here, this is too much, please take some back. Mm. Never had that. <laughs> I don't happen. think you ever have that. Never, I don't plan on it. Right. But in almost every case, is there, are you sure this is it? Are you sure this is it? Because, mm. I mean, it's it's a it's a really, it, there's a feeling of finality there when you realize that's it, it's done. Yeah. No income coming anymore from this direction. 
what do you do then? What's next? And, you know, people who are stay-at-home moms or dads, because these days you both, you know, people don't, why not insure, why would you want life insurance on that person? Well, if that something happens to that person, who's taking care of this child and where's that money coming from? You know, right. this person has a monetary value. It's just that they're not bringing money into the house, but they're keeping you from taking money out of the house by mm -hmm. doing daycare and all that kind of stuff. So, but um, things like getting your wills done, getting your wills done, it's free through the FOP normally yeah, or, 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 or your fire union. The wills for here is, I think it's called, they'll do it free. And if you guys want to get trust done for your kids, make sure that if something does happen to you and your spouse or you and your significant other, that the money does in fact go to your kids. You can. Get, I have attorneys that I work with. Just give me a shout. I'll hook you up with the attorney, and they and they do trust for next to nothing for law enforcement fire. I think it's one hundred fifty bucks. Wow, it's insane. You know, there it is. The, the discount wow. they get. But again, you've got attorneys. You guys, you know, working with too. They're good people. So I I, I know them. Um, I think well, they're phenomenal. Yeah, and I, I, you know, I think actually, you know, I got you on them. Absolutely, uh, you me know, really good people. And, you got to come out to the twenty seventh next uh, week. Actually, I'll, I'll be in uh, in uh, in Yellowstone. Oh, okay, oh, I'm, leaving, I'm leaving that morning. Excuse, excuse me, me. compromiso. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what that means. Compromiso. Sorry. Know. It sounds wow. music. Hang on. Say it in my ear. Honestly. Say it right <laughs> here. It sounded so good. To close us out real quick. I have one quick question. Treasury bonds. What about them? Do you suggest you buy them? Because I know if it's if I buy a thousand dollar treasury bond, I pay five hundred, like for our kids to the kids. So again, is that again, something? You what do you suggest? Do what do you suggest so for the kids? And then the second I, thing, singers on the way out. So and you got. I don't know if you can pipe something in my in my headphones like some kind of pick uh, a song like um, you know you can do not purple rain. Right right no, we may do something else. You you, you could do one of you our one of our Hang go on. away. Beats. I got it. Shit. It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. There you go. Because we're leaving. Is that sad? I don't know. Is no, that it's, it's, Yeah, get something else. No, something. How, how, about, how about that? How about that? How about that? Baltimore. Ooh, he messed with yeah, Nina Simone. Nina Simone. Who is that? Nina, Nina Simone. What? There we go. So, so you need to do your that, homework. No idea what that even is. So. Are you, you serious? Need to do your homework. Wow. You know what? He's never heard it, so he can't sing it. How the fuck you from Armstead Gardens? You've never heard it. And you Nina Simone, Simone you Baltimore? Armstead Gardens was when I was growing up. Entirely white. <laughs> Okay, but see, he can't, he can't do it. You still listen to the radio, goddammit. I was Triple not allowed. C, he can't do it because he never heard it. Every single time he's never heard it. Never heard of it. But do something from Pearl Jam. It don't matter if he ain't here, play this shit. No, but for him to sing it on the way out. He can sing, he can sing. It's a hard thing like yesterday. There you go. No, but I'm going to hear the things like the treasury bonds go and that kind of stuff when you're discussing that. Again, when you're looking at those kind of things, again, if you buy it now for 500 bucks, and it's worth a thousand bucks in the future. It's still worth five hundred bucks because you bought it. You bought it for today's money, five hundred bucks. What did that take a little while ago? In twenty years, what's money worth? Half what it's worth now. So okay. treasury bonds don't do it. I'm not telling you not to or not to. What what I am going to say is this: if you're going to put something in for a child, maybe look at sitting down with somebody and discussing things like having some kind of market exposure to it. Okay, because kids are far younger than us, obviously, because they're kids. So, so they have time. So, what grows right now for kids? Anything that is in the market, anything that's in the market, you know, that that's in like mutual funds, that kind of thing. How about you know? a CD? That's the exact same thing as a treasury bonds, as far as return. You don't get much at all from that. I knew it was a scam. So, so well, no, 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 no. I know. I'm just kidding. But, but what I am saying is this: so you know, if because CDs are played out, the the younger you You're are. Hurt. Younger you are, you want to be over here as far as you know as as you know as, as you know as how as how aggressive you are. And then as you get older, 
you usually tip the scale and go this way to how aggressive Conser- you're not. Right, conservative. You know, you know, to work conservative. So, you know, the bonds, things like that, are more on the conservative side of things. And, you know, so there's a calculator out there. Uh, you know, you can you, you can pull up a calculator and say, okay, if I get a 6 or 7% return for this period of time, or 8 or 10% return for this period of time, how much am I going to have? And if you just look at, at at 7%, if you can get an average 7% rate of return over the course of any 10-year period, your money's probably going to double. That's that's heavy LD. Yeah, so I mean, you know, it's it's I don't I don't know what that means. That sounds like long distance is what I knew that as, but <laughs> it's definitely long. <laughs> Not see again, I don't know what I need. <laughs> I I don't know what that means. I have no idea what that means. Yeah. <laughs> I am so stupid. I am get this guy over here right now. Yeah. Could you shut off his mic, please, sir? I'm going to be careerless in about three minutes. How can people find you? Yeah, how can they, they find get hold, you? They can get a hold of you. Of who? I buy the money, you guys. I, I, I won't put again. We'll, we'll, we'll put is, the website on the bottom of this. Just contact us. I'll get you in contact with my boy Brian. He's official tissue with his business. Hey, yo, I got a million dollars on my head right now. I, know, I, I don't know what that means. What official saying? tissue means. That's that saying really official good. tissue. That's really good. It's a, it's, it's a good wipe. Hey, yo, did you say white? A good wipe. Uh, oh. <laughs> I'm so used to racial things right and now. Don't crack up in the nah, we, don't get, we don't do that. No, right. you don't. It's LD and some uh, la- Latter Day Saints and all this. Pause. Even is, Pause. <laughs> Sing us out of here. This is the first time well, we this got ever happened. Ever. We are the champions, my friends. Episode 74, ladies and gentlemen. And we'll keep on fighting till the end. Shout out to Brother Brian. We are the champions. We are the champions. No time for losers. Cause we are the champions. Oh, first of the world. Yo, perfect. Thank you, my brother. You nailed that. My man. Hey, yo, whatever bar you singing at, I'm in there. In there. I did it at a bar in Philadelphia. It was called uh, J Dobbs. And place like people like Pearl Jam, Metallica. That was dope. Nirvana had played there. And my buddy Mike and I, he is the last person who ever want to get on stage. He, he plays guitar and I sing. And we got up there and we started singing a Pearl Jam song called Black. And it's my, one of my favorite songs in the world. I, I still love to this day. And I see, Mac, see, Mac gave you the, I gave you the heaves. Mm, he's just shaking. You're making my head stand up. <laughs> so <laughs> fine. But nobody, nobody was paying attention to us at all because the bar is full. And all of a sudden, I don't know if y'all ever watched the, the, the show. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. awesome show. We Shout out to Day, man. Oh, fighter of the <laughs> night, man. So I started doing that. Everybody in the whole place turned around and they all of a sudden, pay, and they were all clapping over their Nice. Then we sang the Pearl Jam song and it just brought the place down. And it was a really like one of the coolest experiences I ever had, you know, just uh, being having the song, I didn't even write the song, but like having it sang to back people. to you while, while you're singing was really cool. So, but now, I mean, I, you know, I love singing. I, you know, I'm not embarrassed by anything. You shouldn't be. That's you. I probably should be embarrassed a lot of times. No, no, no. It's really not. Living your best life. (laughs) 
Well, I don't know if it's the best one, but it's one. <laughs> <laughs> you got to come back, though, bro. Anytime, we guys. appreciate Please, the knowledge. Come on back. I, I, I love having you love having with you guys. That was dope. Well, Ladies and gentlemen, it don't get no better than financial literacy. Knowing it, utilizing it. I don't know what this means, but I see people do it all the time. You like so. that shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That means peace. Point to you. And in England, it means something else. Right. Ciao. Can y'all tell me what LD means later on? Yeah, we'll tell you. Okay. We'll, yeah, we'll Please. close I'm out. probably saying shit I should not be saying right now. Let <laughs> me fuck so, off. That's well, right. In what language? He didn't know. No, in England. In England. Yeah. LD? Oh, no. LD something oh. different. I'm still stuck on this. I mean, I don't even we'll know what this is. We'll tell you off air. We'll tell you off air for that. You want to know what LD is? I think it's long distance. To this day, I think it's long it's distance. It's long distance. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize for whatever I'm not understanding or knowing. This is just an unfortunate case. <laughs> Like some lemony, it's like some lemony snicket shit. Oh, people, we love you. Word. Event. Don't forget episode seventy four. We love y'all. Thank you for keep tuning in. We appreciate you. Listen, take heed of what he said tonight. This serious. No one having goals, expectations. People want to talk about generational wealth, but we don't really know how to get there because it sounds good, but that's real shit though. But um, listen, this is what we do. We appreciate you. Thanks for tuning in. Dre, what you got? Peace and love. Hit him up. He'll take care of you. The reason why he's here because he took care of us. Of course. We ain't gonna put nobody in here that, you know, with the baloney nonsense. He'll take care of you. For peace and love. You all. Thank you for what you guys do. Peace every and love. Day. We and appreciate this. you. What, what, what other shout outs you got, baby? Uh, you want shout out again? There's a guy named Adam Canning. He does some amazing stuff with some mortgages. Great dude. I need you guys. He actually bought him a county cop. You guys should have him on here. Great guy. Um, you know, there's, yeah, there's there's people out there who can hit the entire side of stuff that I can't hit. I'm not like, can I shout out somebody on your behalf because you put me on to Charlie Shorts all day? That's all I gotta say, yeah, he's good that dude. guy right there is phenomenal. Triple yeah. C, he's a good, he's a good dude. Change in yeah. the world you want to see. Yeah, he's he's a good guy. I mean, again, he he's an attorney. You know, he works with a lot of police officers, and it was funny. I had a guy who years ago well just real quick he it was a guy who was sitting in his office and he called me you know to ask him some advice and the guy knew i didn't know who the guy was at first but he knew me and charlie said hey you know brian shane he goes yeah i do and the guys when he met, met me later on he said you ever seen a southwest commercial where you're like you, you want to get away he said he said that's what i felt like because he talked to me for a long time ago about some stuff and they went charlie had the same questions and it was just funny you know that you know and, and how the world turns like that but Again, it's an honor to be here. Um, you know, don't take this lightly at all. I mean, a lot of jokes made tonight, but again, this is it's all it's, fun. It's deadly serious. Absolutely, the fact that you guys are so misled a lot of times. And um, what's the anybody, website? Anybody has any questions? Y'all can hit me up anytime. What's the website? Uh, you can give that out later on. Okay. Yeah, he can't give it, it live. It's a whole. It, it's a whole regulatory. Thing gotcha. Like okay. Okay. So. All right. Yeah, yeah. Especially with all the stuff that I'm saying, I have no idea what I'm saying. And you right. put me out there like, oh, it's something. I'm like, great. And she over here can't control herself laughing. And I'm like, this is not even it's so good. Peace and love. All right, everybody. All right, Don't forget. Take it easy. May 27th, next Thursday. Having that little happy hour, Chop Tank. Charlie's going to be there. Charlie, Charlie the, don't surf. The law, the law firm is going to be in the building. All my first responders, everybody come out, support, have a good time on us. We appreciate you. Love y'all. Be safe. The views and opinions expressed on the Silverback podcast are those of the hosts, producers, and or the persons appearing on the program. 
and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of the federal, state, or local government. This includes, but not exclusive to, the Department of Defense and or the Baltimore City Police Department.